Desire and counter-desire is the subject of this podcast. Do you have a problem with stress? Frustration, irritation, anger, or other emotions? This can be caused by something that goes against a desire, a counter-desire. This podcast, number 15, takes a look at this, and I discuss how the emotional charge technique can help stop episodes. Hello, I'm Steve Barham. I'm Happiness Today on Twitter for Happiness is No Charge, which is the name of my work. Let's take a look at desires, counter-desires, and the stress it can cause. Desire is the emotion of longing or hoping for a person, object, or outcome. The same sense is expressed by words such as craving. When a person desires something or someone, their sense of longing is excited by the enjoyment or the thought of the item or person and they want to take actions to obtain their goal. This is a description on Wikipedia of desire. Well, craving to me is a little stronger term. Craving to me is more of a compulsive extreme that is not our choice or under control. I had a little bit uh, little bit of this uh, earlier with a uh, hunger episode. I had just eaten. (laughs) And yet, I'm still craving more food. I I just ate. I just had a nice big salad. Okay? But this craving has come over me for more food. Because I've been sitting here at the computer, and when I stop working on the computer, I I get hungry. As a habit. I've, I've done this for many, many years, really, especially over the last two decades. So a craving is something that is not really our choice or under our control. It can, be a, it can be a brain issue. There can be some brain chemicals involved, but it can also be a subconscious issue. Our subconscious is kind of caught up in this pattern. And we get kind of a withdrawal type of symptom with a craving. Right? Well, it's not, not necessarily true with a desire. A desire can be consciously made and sought after. It can be a decision, but a craving is usually not. Therefore, when that desire is blocked, we often feel frustrated. It's a contrary action opposed to our action to obtain our desire and blocked it. This is a counter-desire. The opposing effort against our wanting something. This sets up many types of conflicts and emotions. We have a desire to be happy or to be, do, or have something we think will make us happy. When that does not come about, we are unhappy which is a depressed state, a counter-desire stress to us. There can also be obsessions and compulsions about desires. Some people have a compulsion and an obsession that every desire must be, you know, (laughs) 
must be accomplished. Okay, uh, that can be for many, many reasons. So when a desire becomes an obsession, then it becomes a problem. <laughs> okay, that's another type of emotional charge. Whether we desire something to happen or desire something not to happen, when the opposite happens, we run into this counter-desire issue. It is counter-desire for a desire not to happen. It is a counter-desire for an unwanted desire to happen, right? Along with a desire would include a purpose, reason, goal, meaning, and value in getting that desire. There is an intention to accomplish this desire, to accomplish our goal. So it takes an action to achieve that desire. It takes an intention to move towards that desire. So it takes effort, work, and energy to move in the direction of getting that. Anything that hinders or blocks that would be counter to that action. Thus we have counter-desire, counter-intention, counter-purpose, counter-reason, counter-goal, counter-meaning, and counter-value, and a few other counters as well, as we'll see. We are making a premise of something we want. I want that. I'm making a, pre uh, a premise that I will get that. Okay. This is also called a postulate. We are postulating, putting forth as a premise, the getting of the object of our desire. I'm going to get that boat. I'm going to get that car. I'm going to get that house. I'm going to get that. <coughs> I'm going to get that person. Okay. What we want to accomplish. Okay. We often run into counter postulates made by someone else. I will use my uh, alien friend Zox in my example, okay? Our, uh, our alien friend Zox intended to go to the movies, but his father made him mow the lawn. Zox's desire, intention, postulate, purpose, reason, goal, meaning, and value were blocked, and he felt bad and frustrated as he mowed the lawn, right? So, right, uh, Zox now has some resentment there or conflict, and that is his emotional charge, what he is charged up with. That's his emotional load. So, there was resistance from this counter-desire, this, this counter-effort against him, uh, gave a counter desire, blocked his desire, and this caused him stress. It's therefore stress. Well, it produces a stress reaction. Zox may feel suppressed, he may feel oppressed, and thus he may feel depressed about you know what his father has done. His desire was suppressed. It was quashed. He really wanted to go to the movies in hopes of seeing his friends. See, movies an excuse to see friends sometimes, right? 
Well, this is then an emotional charge, a negative emotional load on him. And this is the basis of all of my work is emotional charge and what the technique I teach in my work, happiness is no charge uh, takes care of. It works on this. It works on the principles and it works on the effects. It works on the emotions behind this uh, emotional This emotional charge stuff is behind those emotions. Well, I had a realization recently, and I termed this counter-desire stress. Here's my desire, here's a counter to my desire, and it's giving me stress. So I call this counter-desire stress as a term. And the technique I teach works on this. I've also mentioned counter-desires in my video on uh, dissociation, depersonalization, and derealization on my Facebook page for my work, Happiness is No Charge. If you want to look that up, you can go to Facebook and look up Happiness is No Charge. You'll probably be directed to my page. When I was out, recently when I was out working, uh, I was doing yard work. I picked up some debris and was going to put it in the debris cart and I tripped over a piece of wood that lines my walkway. I then started to get upset and started complaining, <laughs> etc., starting to get irritated. Well, I had this little realization that this was not my desire to have happen. I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want to trip. I didn't want to trip. That's not what I desire. Oh. This is that counter-desire thing I talk about once in a while, you know? Oh, and it was causing me to be stressed. I was getting irritated. I then did the technique on this counter-desire stress, and I addressed the emotional charge I was getting, which is counter-desire stress charge, as I labeled it and did the technique. Well, in less time than it took me to say this, it stopped and was gone. And I was just amazed because it was really quick. Usually I would have to have done the technique on irritation charge. That's what I normally would have done it on. And it wouldn't have taken long. It might have taken a minute, may, you know, or so. But if it had gone full-blown, it would have taken a little bit longer. I might have had to uh, do the technique on some other emotions as well. But this worked really well, and it stopped in seconds. Maybe 30 seconds. So this episode did not develop into a full-blown irritation fit and complaining session, which it normally would have, you know. No kidding. It was just plain gone little and in a little bit well it has worked on subsequent episodes I have been doing something started to get upset realized that this is counter my desire I don't want this to happen and did the technique on the counter desire stress it was giving me and BAM you know it usually cleared up rapidly and did not become a full-blown episode. This can also work on full-blown episodes. This concept, I had a realization, you know, uh, recently that this concept 
of doing it this way may be a universal concept to use on any and all stress. Any and all stress. Because any and all you know, real negative stress is counter our desire to be unhappy. It's making us unhappy. <laughs> Mild to severe levels, right? Okay. So all negative emotions and states put pressure and stress on us. Anxiety is actually a stress of worrying or being apprehensive about more stress. I had a stress and now I'm worried about more stress. So the stress that I'm worried about is giving me more stress over what I'm worried, you know, over the, you know, over the stress that I was having, right? Depression is where the pressure has overwhelmed us. And we have broken down from the stress and we feel helpless, powerless and hopeless and other negative emotions. Suicide is the desire to escape this overwhelming, unbearable stress. And the despair, despondency, and desperation are stressors on us. Thus, all negative emotions and states contain stress and are a stressor and are a suppressive influence. I have a post on uh, emotion, negative emotions as a suppressive influence uh, on my blog page. And it's in the book as well. Also, past depression emotions, such as guilt, can flash back and create an impulse of desperation, despair, and despondency, that impulse can be acted on and a person can commit suicide from it. This is actually the emotional charge at work. That's this energy at work. Is there a state or emotion or event you don't want? That would be a counter desire and a stressor if it happened. This is a counter effort, a counter energy against our efforts and energy. This sets up a shock wave or ridge where they meet. Okay, my hands met and there's a shock there from the slap and a ridge there. Okay, and the impression of how it's not going to move. It gives it a kind of inertia, okay, of counter pressure, okay. So there's a pressure in one hand and there's a pressure in the other and they're both giving each other a counter pressure, right? A counter movement, a counter effort. This effort and uh, counter energy is actually perceived mentally. A mental barrier we ran into, a mental wall that stopped us and is retained as a memory that feeling and sensation of that barrier, of that counter effort. We often start expressing this in, uh, towards ourselves. It may have started with somebody else, but we can express this towards ourselves. I feel unworthy. I feel like a victim. I feel, you know, why am I, you know, I'm always the victim. I'm always this way, you know, as we get stuck in these 
depressed emotions and thus we get stuck in depression as a state an ongoing state so there is a resistance to our energy and efforts so there is counter effort stress as a term in quotes <laughs> counter energy stress as a term in quotes and you can add shock to that as well as the shock is also contained in all negative emotions and is contained in memory as well this is all emotional charge at work it gets bottled up in memory bottled up emotions emotional charge means bottled up emotions where is that bottled up? It gets bottled up in memory. This is why we have to do memory work. And, you know, uh, when I was studying, you know, we did memory work and going back, uh, going to this memory and going back to an earlier memory and an earlier memory and an earlier memory and an earlier memory of a similar type of thing happening. Do you have this counter desire stress? Okay, yes. Let's say Zox says yes. Well, does Zox have an earlier time of counter-desire stress? Yeah. Well, when did that happen? Okay. There was a whole procedure for this, okay, when I was studying. Back in, the, back in the 70s, I studied for two years. Thus, there is a counteraction against us, and thus counteraction stress, and counteraction stress charge as a term in concept. An action happened. The impact of that action imparted shock to us and out of that came our emotional reactions. This is a part of the sequence of action which I present in my book, Happiness is No Charge to Target Your Emotions. I have a whole subsection on this. So we take all of this as a negative, thus a negative polarity or charge, we say. Emotional charge is the energy in, of, and behind an emotion. And there is a, an amount to that. There is an intensity to that, a frequency to that, a polarity to that. It actually has a speed and momentum, and we overcome inertia. And it has a type of inertia because it takes energy, energy to change that direction. And so there is what we call a mass to it. There is a mass of energy there, a mass of this emotion, an emotional mass. <laughs> okay. And so I, I hope you found this interesting. I hope you found this helpful. The technique can get at this. Uh, it, it's pretty simple to do, and it can work very, very rapidly. I hope you will check out my work. I'll leave some links, and uh, you can visit my blog, and you can check out my books, and I'll end off there for today. Uh, so I'm Steve Barham. I'm Happiness Today on Twitter for my work. Happiness is no charge. So be well and happy. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much.